podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Reaction 2. Hearts now, Rangers 1 here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. A much more stressful night than that needed to be, that's for absolute sure, but Rangers have got out of there with three points and I suppose there's a positive in there somewhere. Uh, it's always a tough place to go, uh, but if Rangers would just like to take some chances from time to time, we could all have a much easier night. Um, this is the second take of this, by the way, because Scotia was with me, but his dad's not in to pedal the bike to make the Wi-Fi go faster. So his Wi-Fi was having an absolute mare. So unfortunately, the other lads are busy tonight. Uh, doing various things uh, so unfortunately you're just stuck listening to me uh, but uh, I'll do my best to bring a reaction to it so yeah tonight the starting 11 two changes were made Ridvan and Danilo came in uh, to the uh, a maskless Danilo came into the starting 11 just before the game, Crocker had said, I'd, as I say, I was uh, dad duty before the football tonight so I'd literally sat down to watch the game about 5-8 to eight. Once I'd got everything sorted, and I just heard Crocker saying when he was announcing the lineups at the start of the match that Barisic was injured. I didn't know anything really. Don't know anything really about that. Don't know any more anything more about that. I'm so sure it'll all come out in the wash. Um, I don't know if it was mentioned before uh, from Clermont because I didn't manage to see that part. But yeah, um, Red Van coming back in at the starting eleven, and Danilo was what I thought he would come back in. The, a, a weird one for me is that Dow wasn't on the bench tonight. And that's really based on the manager's comments that um, he's been doing his maximum in training uh, and he's obviously fit if he's been doing his maximum in training. So I'm a wee bit kind of confused by this one. Uh, And obviously there's the rumour continuously flying around that he was told to find a new club. Well, that's where he's been told to find a new club anyway. Uh, But yeah, I just thought due to a lack of options that we seem to have in that position right now, I thought it was weird not to have Dow and or Rice, another one that... We're we'll probably to have a conversation with another time that whatever's happened to him, he seems to have really fallen away after really positive showings and the chances that he got in the first team. Anyway, into the game itself, the Rangers, the first 10 minutes, I thought energy was decent enough. I thought Rangers started to try and press right from the start, um, but there was no real quality um, from Rangers or from Hearts, really, from that perspective. Our passing was miles off, really was miles off. Nobody was really... Um, nobody was really making their passes nobody was really making their man and there was a, a, a kind of desire to kick the ball long all the time to try and chase second balls and it was a real scrappy kind of probably first 30 minutes obviously different things happened that I'll, I'll come on to but I thought the, the overall quality of the game was not good at all um, I, I, the kind of biggest thing uh, to take from the first 20 minutes or so probably is the, the injury to Lawrence it was fifteen minutes, around 15 minutes he went down that's a real concern for me about his longevity at the club now. Um, he's been down holding um, holding the back of his calf. It's another player that's, that's kind of came back fit, um, came back from injury even, got getting himself to be match fitness and then breaks down again. Um, obviously, we don't know the full details of it, but I do I do begin to really worry about his longevity at the football club um, based on based on his, his constant reoccurring injuries that he seems to have, which is a real shame. He was playing in that kind of number eight role, um, if you like, in the, the engine room um, tonight, and maybe we're, maybe the, we are asking a bit too much of him, but 
uh, yeah, it's a, a real concern and a real disappointment to see him go off because I do like Lawrence. I think he um, the more game time he was getting, the better that he was looking. And um, ah, yeah, it's one we're going to need to wait and see what comes out in the wash. Uh, but unfortunately, he had to go off and Sifuentes come on to replace him. Uh, 24 minutes um, Hearts really should have took the lead at this point Rangers again kind of getting stung for not really having any real clear cut chances up to that point and um, Hearts should be ahead they were down far too easily down our left hand side um, cut open far far too easily we were kind of all at sea causes a really good save from Butland and then the, the rebound that comes out is blocked very well by <clears throat> James Tavernier but it's more I feel that that's more Hearts will feel like they should have took the lead instead of it's good defending by Rangers. But it did seem to snap Rangers into life a little bit, which was good because it was it was overdue. Um, it was another, it was, it, we were trending on another one of those halves that we haven't started well. And it's something that we've obviously continued to see for, I don't know how many times now, but it, I was beginning to get the fear that it was going to be another one of those, one another one of those halves. We get a chance to break from a Hearts corner. Danilo flicks a ball to McCausland, who breaks forward, gets into the box, tries to cut inside, but he's but he's tackled. 29 minutes, Rangers have the ball in the net, but Danilo's offside, a Rangers striker offside, Kel Surprise and all that kind of thing. And then Rangers take the lead um, on 33 minutes. Um, and it's Sima again um, who, who scores. Rangers beat the high press from Hearts. Um, really good work from McCausland and Tavernier. Tavernier especially to break through the middle the way that he does. Giving him time to pick the pass, he notices, notices Seymour's fantastic run off the left-hand side, um, slips it through to him, and he's there to, to put it put it away, composure again in front of goal, slips it under Clark to give Rangers the lead. Uh, a really good goal, um, terrific move by Rangers, really good, um, and Seymour's kind of proving his worth, I think, after kind of falling away a little bit. Maybe the manager's comments about him... Um, Having a lot on his plate, just with having a new a new child, etc. He feels like he's got a wee bit of a point to prove, but it was a, a very very well worked goal, very tidily finished by him as well. Um, so it was uh, a bit of a sigh of relief as well. I suppose thinking right, okay, we've got we've got a goal now. We can hopefully go on and build from that. But yeah, it was a, a real beautiful goal to take the lead by. Um, a deflected cross from Ridvan is met by Cantwell, who tries to lob Clark, but it is lands on the roof of the net. But Rangers were starting to play a bit of pressure, seem to be building a little bit of rhythm. Danilo sends a header wavered from a deep free kick on the right, and the way then uh, it was four minutes added on time at the end of the half. Uh, 47 minutes, the first of Danilo's sitters tonight. He has to score here. It's as pure as simple as that. It's a kind of diagonal ball from the left-hand side from Cantwell to Balogun. Balogun does terrific. They head the ball down. Why Danilo's taking a touch here? I've got no idea. He should be putting his boot through that and busting the net open. He takes a touch, allows Clark to get closer to him, and he smashes it right into him. It's a real concern for me that Danilo is... is this keeps happening. It keeps happening. The fact that he's getting clear cut chances and he should be scoring goals. He should have easily had two goals tonight. There's absolutely no doubt. One, obviously, that I'm just about to come on to just after half time. But at this point, I'm going. I even messaged Ali, I think, at half time and I said, We're going to need to have a conversation about Danilo soon. And it's not that I'm looking for negatives or looking for ways to criticise him, but a striker worth, his, worth anything um, in the two, two positions that he's found himself tonight, he has to score from them. It really is pure and simple as that. But at half time, I thought, OK, we're at 1 0. If we keep going the way we were going towards the end of the, the first half and the second half, we should be absolutely fine. We'd be able to kill the game off. 
Uh, but into the second half, and as I say, the aforementioned second sir, this one as well. Clark makes a fumble of it from a, a free kick on our right hand right hand side, fumbles it straight into the feet of Danilo, and again he takes a touch, just allowing the Hearts defender to get that yard close up to him and to narrow the angle and whatever superlative you want to use for it um, to, to put pressure onto him and he almost brought it brings the pressure onto himself by taking that extra touch when he should have smashed the net open he really should have uh, there's really no excuses for the two setters that he's missed tonight um, th- there's question marks beginning to, to beginning to come over the top of him because we are, we're not really having a striker secure the, secure the, the number nine jersey um, Seymour's our top Top our top goal scorer, and he's been playing off the left most of the time. So yeah, it's definitely a concern, and I think you can see why we we should be looking at recruiting a striker. Um, I don't think there's any doubt now that January is it's becoming a more and more of a priority for Rangers to get a striker because Danilo's missing far far too many chances. Um, I I I can't I can't make an excuse for him. Um, because he's had plenty of game time, um, he's definitely match fit. I know he's had a, he's an, he's had an injury and he was now playing without a mask. But surely that was only going to make things better. And tonight he's he's missed two glaring opportunities. Really has to has to do better than what he did. Um, I see Hearts were Hearts were trying to get themselves back into the game um, in the second half, and they did start to build a wee bit of momentum. Um, but it was. Rangers were coping with it. I felt I felt Rangers were were comfortable enough um, early on in the half anyway, in the second half anyway. I thought we were comfortable enough with what Hearts were trying to throw at us. I think Naismith had tried to tweak the formation slightly, but Rangers seemed to adjust to it quite well, uh, and that was all helped I think by Balogun and Lundstrom as well in the middle of the pitch. I thought both of them were, were fantastic tonight. Um, Fifty six minutes, Yilmaz has an effort from a tight angle. Yeah, on the left, which kind of whizzes by the far post, maybe better crossing it. I, I'm not really sure. I don't know if I don't really like criticizing players trying to take shots on. Um, it was a bit of a tight angle. I'm not sure. I haven't not really seen it back in in real great detail. If there was a better option, but I suppose you can put it down. It's been slightly unlucky, but his teammates certainly didn't seem happy with him. Balogun then goes on a bit of a run as he shot literally ripped off him, uh, but it's not a free kick column to call him. Um, and I'm bringing that up because there's another one that he booked somebody for that's baffling, really baffling. Uh, McCausland's then half by Cochrane and is rightfully booked. So well done, Willie. You got that one right. And I say McCausland had been giving him a bit of a talk the time out in that left hand side the free kick results in a header from Golden um, which he meets well but it heads off the back of the um, the Hearts defender and McCausland uh, then has an effort from the right saved by the feet of Clark from the resulting corner in the last 25 minutes Rangers were not quite in the driving seat I didn't feel um, and it's never good holding on to a 1-0 lead you always have that fear that inevitable chance for the opponent team will come um, Lundstrom has a decent effort from outside the box saved by Clark and it falls perfectly to Redvan who squanders the chance here another one that I think is a sitter he, he blasts it over the bar um, all he has to do is get that on target and he more than likely he's going to score but I was beginning to think, I hope we don't do these chances. I hope this doesn't come back and bite us in the arse for want of better words. That I, I did begin to think that we were we were being far too wasteful in front of goal tonight. Colin then books Yelmaz for being there as the Hearts player loses possession of the ball and runs into him. And for me, this isn't a booking. It just isn't a booking. And it's just the, the inconsistencies of Willie Collum and Willie Collum making it all about him. And that's the only reason that I brought up the previous one because I just like to have a go at Collum because he's a shambles of a referee. He really is. Um, 
on to um, well from that resulting actually that resulting booking um, Hearts have a chance that results in a great save again by um, by Butland and Rangers had a chance just after that to break up the pitch but again couldn't score from it uh, and that I, I, was becoming a reoccurring thing that we couldn't really score from it um, Clement then decides to make subs uh, takes off Ridvan and Danilo uh, and Stellan and Roof come on Danilo went off limping Sorry, for me that's embarrassment more than it is anything else that he's trying to hide the fact that he's missed two absolute sitters tonight because I think he'll be, I think Clement will be concerned with um, Danilo after tonight and I think a lot of Rangers fans will be as well. That's not good enough from your star, star signing. Your, your number nine striker um, to miss two chances like that would have really put that game to bed. I think a second goal from Rangers tonight at any point be in the first half or in the second half, I think, would have killed Hearts, killed, killed hearts off even. Um, but we, we didn't manage to do so and he had the best of the chances of that. I have zero doubt. Uh, so in the last 15 minutes, um, Hearts had a spell of possession as it's always going to happen in these games. It's something that you just have to deal with when you've only got a goal lead and Rangers were dropping a wee bit too deep for my liking. Um, 79 minutes, Rangers make a, an arse of another chance, really. Kamal Roof has slipped through, and instead of shooting, he squares it to Seema, who is offside, but he does miss it anyway. I think that's more down to Kamal Roof's lack of game time. That he thought, I'm probably best to try to square this to Seema, and Seema was um, offside, but it was a, a bit of a concern again that I'm thinking we're going into the last 10 minutes at Tynecastle. Hearts are going to fling everything at us, and we've still not managed to get the second goal to get this game over the line. Seema again had a chance just after that with a ball over the top. He did control it really well, but there was a bit of pressure from the defender, which was enough to make his effort go wide. Uh, Hearts were throwing pretty much everything at it due to the substitutions and whatever else they'd made. Uh, but there was an opportunity, I thought, to catch them on the break. We had had a chance to break a few times and we were kind of looking for someone to break and to be that extra that extra runner. Uh, and I was screaming for Matondo to come on at this point. Um, and unfortunately, it was Sam Lammers that came on. I don't understand this substitution. And I'm not saying that I don't understand it because I thought Cantwell was terrific tonight. I thought he was much better in the second half than he was in the first. But that's not a game to bring Sam Lammers onto. That's not a, that's not the guy that any Rangers fan wants to see. Um, I thought it was screaming for Matondo to come on and play him anywhere along the front three. It didn't really matter where you played him. You could have played him on the left, on the right, in the middle. There was going to be a chance for him to get in behind when we were breaking with the amount of players that Hearts had forward. And yeah, the the, the substitution of Lammers, I don't get it. I really don't. I don't understand it. I don't know what it was meant to do. I don't think he touched the ball. Somebody might correct me. I don't think he touched the ball. <clears throat> um, oh no, he did. He headed it once, I think, to no one. Yeah to no one and then shouted at McCausland for it who had literally ran his heart out the entire match anyway anyway I'll carry on uh, Lundstrom then recklessly gives the ball away in 86 minutes but it is saved by his midfield partner with Fuentes who was better in the second half I must admit um, and uh, uh, but again it was just one of those moments where I thought we're doing our best here to try and let hearts hearts concede 88 minutes, the inevitable corners or corner came from Hearts, and I thought, no, here we go. This is the, the bit we need to hold on. And I was mighty relieved when I only heard there was three minutes of added on time because it didn't look like Rangers were going to get that second goal. 
I have to give a bit of credit here to Sterling. I thought he made a really good impact when he came on and played on the left-hand side. I thought his control of the ball was good. I thought his passion was good. I thought his power and his pace looked very good. Uh, and he did particularly well in the, the kind of dying minutes of the game to win a free kick up on the left-hand side of Hearts' box uh, and actually got the Hearts player a booking as well just by pace and power. Um, wanted the ball more, wanted to get to the ball more and I thought it was a, a very a very positive impact that he had. Stupidly from that resulting free kick to having decided to shoot but all well and good because Hearts didn't really get a chance to do anything else with it. A long ball from Barry Mackay is easy collected by Butland and Rangers are out of there with three points. There's going to be a mixed reaction to this tonight. Even from the people that I've spoke to already, there's a mixed reaction. But the Rangers team tonight laid everything pretty much out there for me. I thought they did as much as they could have defensively. <clears throat> Getting themselves in front of, party, front of shots trying to limit hearts as much as possible when clearly our attacking force was not on it's not firing on full cylinders um it's a hearts team that has been struggling to score yes but i think rangers defended it well for the majority of the game it should have been made easier tonight though and i'll always caveat what I'm, i've said about giving praise it should have been made easier tonight but it's not helped when your number nine's kind of missing glaring opportunities but look it's three points we'd all took three points we've all said at the start of this run, that um, it was going to be difficult for um, Clermont because of the big games that we've got coming up in terms of the, the away matches. Um, but we went to we went to Ten Castle. We've got three points, and we're very much across the road back to Glasgow, and we look ahead to to Saturday now. So yeah, not perfect, but not by any stretch of the imagination. Still definitely concerns, and still definitely concerned by injuries as well. But um, I'll I'll give the team a bit of a respite tonight. I think, and um, I'll take the three points. Uh, I'll take the three points tonight because we've got there. Um, it wasn't too harem scarum now that you've kind of calmed down and I've had a chance to speak about it. But it was definitely a game that should have been a lot easier. And I think 1-0 flatters hearts. Um, they probably feel unlucky not to have scored at least one. Uh, but I think we've got Jack Butland in goal. Uh, and there's a reason that we have Butland in goal because he makes saves when he has to. But I do think the, especially the first opportunity for Hearts in the first half, about around twenty-five minutes, they'll be feeling pretty hard done by that they didn't score there. Um, but again, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. For the cookie, cookie crumbles sometimes even. And uh, yeah, I'll take the three points. Um, man of the match for me tonight. I thought McCausland was terrific. I really did. I thought he'd ran his heart out. I thought Lundstrom was great. Uh, but I think I'll give it to Balogun. I thought Balogun defended absolutely superbly tonight, even with half a jersey on after they got ripped off him. Um, I thought he was really good tonight. I'll give it to to Balogun. Uh, I thought he was. I thought he was great, and to Seema as well. I thought Seema was good in spells tonight, and he took his goal absolutely superbly. So that'll do me. We will be back on Friday, hopefully, if Scotia's Wi-Fi plays up. Um, Ali and Ryan will be missing in action for a wee while now as they jet off on their holiday. Um, I, I think hopefully if Scotia's Wi-Fi play, um, holds up um, we'll be back on Friday but I think even Jamie might be coming on on Friday as well so tune in on Friday for Club Live as always and thank you for tuning in thank you for listening to me I'll speak to you on Friday we are Club at 22 the Rangers podcast cheers everybody Podcast Network.